Welcome everybody to the Sipser podcast. Once again, it's Matteo here. I'm joined by Lisette Gol. Lisette has an impressive background. Um, she's the founder of Sanctuary Wellness Collective. She has a degree in psychology. She's a certified meditation instructor. On top of all of this, uh, Lisette is part of the Google leadership team. Lisette, welcome to the podcast. Oh, I'm thrilled to be here, Matteo. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you. It's uh, it's it's an honor to have you. Like like we like we discussed um, prior to the recording, you have you have such an amazing background and experience, and and what you are doing right now with the Sanctuary Wellness Collective is impressive. So I I really cannot wait to jump into things and and pick your brain on on uh, mental health related topics and and overall holistic wellness and why these are important to you. So if you don't mind, may I ask you to briefly introduce yourself to the audience and, uh, and maybe from there explain why mental health, but you know, wellness in general is such a big topic for you. Yes. So um, thank you for having me truly. I am also um, equally fond of your work and I think what you're doing to talk about um, mental health in the workplace is extremely important and very timely right now as well. Um, so just to give a little background on, um, on me. So you, you actually mentioned it perfectly. So um, I have a background and degree in psychology. Um, I am in the tech industry today um, and not only have a passion for that, but also have a passion for um, all things health and wellness. And for me, this really has um, grown over the course of the last 10 years. So historically, I have struggled with chronic stress, chronic anxiety, and then those started to fuel other issues in my personal life around health and wellness. And I really wanted to get a handle on that for myself. Um, and so that's really what kind of started me down this journey and then started me to found Sanctuary Wellness Collective. Uh, when I look back at my experience specifically, knowing that it stems from stress and anxiety, you know, stress is at the core of so many health and wellness issues today. Um, if, you, if you pick up most research papers at this point, they're talking about that. Um, and what it really is, is it's, it's coming to light that it's fuel for the fire. So for me, if I had an underlying, I have underlying autoimmune conditions, that was just adding to the fuel there. And what was happening is that I was not listening to my body. I was not taking time for myself. I was, and still am working full time, raising two children. We have two dogs. You know, we just spoke about that a moment ago, um, which I love, but those all are demanding. And so the reason mental health is important to me and the reason all of this, it, I think when we talk about health, I think about mind and body. So I don't separate the two, mental health from holistic wellness. They are one and the same to me, but um, th that's the reason it's become important to me. And I think what the work that you're doing within the workplace is really important because we'll talk today about how we can help further our own health, but especially for many working women, um, you know, we don't compartmentalize our lives. Uh, and a lot of us are working from home. And so mental health in the workplace and having these conversations openly is extremely important to the healing process, no matter what form that takes. Um, and so that's really what I'm most excited about right now in the space and I'm thrilled to talk with you and, and about the work that you're doing here. The last thing I'll say is, um, as I will talk more about how, you know, developing the collective and why um, this came to be, but one of the areas was that I'm starting to hear from women that they're all feeling like they're reaching max capacity and they're feeling really lonely in this journey. 
And as I've had the pleasure of speaking to a lot of people um, about this topic lately, I understand that that we are not alone in this journey, um, and that that there is uh, there is a place for us to be having these open conversations in the workplace and beyond. That's yeah. That's I mean spot on. Like there's there's a lot to uncover, and I appreciate you bringing up so many topics. And like we said prior to to the conversation, you know this is this is more relevant than ever. Like and and I know that you specifically address um, you know um, a, a holistic approach to to well being for for women. Um, the first question that I would ask you, I'm I'm pretty sure I'll have a lot of questions for you along along the whole conversation. Um, you know. These are obviously, you know, the symptoms that you experience and the signs, the signs that you experience in in the past, let's say, ten years, right? When you started looking into, uh, when you started looking into this for the first time, are obviously symptoms that are shared by a lot of women out there in a lot of different fields, right? We both we both work in in tech, but I'm pretty sure that this affects, uh, you know, women all over the world across any kind of industry. Why do you think is it so difficult for uh, for individuals um, to to take action and do something about it? Um, I think there's a couple of reasons. I think the first is that these conversations are still stigmatized and there's still a lot of shame, whether it's spoken or not, around having these conversations. And so my hope in us having this, this discussion is that we can help to start to change some of that. The next thing, um, and I'll speak from my point of view of my own journey through this, is that there are, we're very blessed that there are a lot of resources out there, but there are a lot of resources out there and it's hard to navigate that unless you're really dedicating time and space and energy to it. Um, and so I do believe that this can be um, simple, but not, it doesn't, it's not necessarily easy. So I do think, you know, in looking through a lot of research and literature and just starting to dive into this and understand it myself, I was starting to find core themes that were true across the board. But I, you know, unless you're, you have the time or the interest to dedicate to this on your own, it's really hard to do that. Um, and so I think that those two things are a combination of why um, it's hard to take the first step. We know we need to take the first step. We do not know where to start, you know, and what's going to be the most beneficial. And, and sometimes it's, it's easy to say, well, if I can't do everything, you know, I don't have the time to do everything, so I might as well do nothing. And so finding just those, um, those pieces throughout your day and these moments that will help you um, can start to uh, invigorate the journey and then have a snowball effect. Yeah, I appreciate your feedback, because especially like when you mentioned that, you know, simple and easy are, are two very different things, right? And, and it, it might be we might be touching on some simple concepts and I'm, and I'm, you know, and I'm sure that a lot of the things that we will cover, not only in this podcast, but a lot of things that we covered like individually in previous conversations that we had are definitely by no means original. But one thing is to listen to them and one thing is to put them into practice. And like you said, there is so much information out there which makes it even more confusing. And not only you get different information, but you get even contrasting information. Um, so people find themselves at a spot where it's really, really hard to take the first step. So if, if I understand correctly, and obviously, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, by, um, you know, working on the Sanctuary Wellness Collective, you are basically trying to provide this framework for women to uh, navigate the path uh, towards uh, being the best version of themselves. Is that a good way to put it? 
That's exactly right. So um, what Sanctuary Wellness Collective is at its core is it's an empowerment community for women that are that know that there is something more. They're on the cusp of that breakthrough, striving to be their highest selves, but perhaps they're stuck. They're stuck in a cycle of maybe being chronically stressed. Maybe they're feeling really burnt out. Maybe they're feeling anxious. Um, and we've, we've built a framework, um, which I'll talk about in just a moment, but you know, we want to move through these challenges together. And the reason it's called Sanctuary Wellness Collective is that I want it to be a very safe space where you can really focus on your wellness, but do it together so that it doesn't feel isolating and alone. Um, and so in that, we provide um, a lot of resources around transforming mind and body to move through, to break through, to become our highest selves, the, the women that we know we can be with this very rich and encompassing lives that we have. Um, and so what we do is we provide free access to tools, um, experts in the space, and then we provide coaching community. Um, and so within this, we just, you, you mentioned the framework. I want to touch on two things. There's the framework and then there's the individual application, which I think is extremely important and, and also ties back to the, you know, why are we struggling to, to make changes that are sustainable? Um, so our philosophy stems in one framework that I call the 30 by three for me framework. And what that means is 30 days focusing on three elements of holistic health that can then jumpstart you through your journey. And those elements are mindset. Um, so having a growth mindset and believing that that change is possible and breakthrough is possible. Um, equanimity, which is really a balance um, of mind and body so that we feel stable. You know, we're not always living in that stress response state. And then eating habits. Um, and eating habits might sound a little bit out of line with what we're talking about in mindset and equanimity, but the truth of the matter is um, you have to have a healthy, strong body in order to have a healthy, strong mind. And I found that they do play a hand in hand. So we have this framework that we work off of, but within that, every conversation, every session is individualized and tailored to the person's needs. So we want to meet you where you are. And you know, within the framework, there are many areas where we can develop and change. Um, maybe for one person, it's, you know, working on a yoga practice. For another person, it's a mindfulness or meditation practice. For another, um, it's Reiki or breath work or, you know, so these all take different forms and we work through that together. Um, so that's really where this personalization is so key. I do not believe in a one size fits all, even though we have an umbrella framework that we work within. Interesting. Um, so you spoke about, you know, three pillars, mindset, equanimity, and nutrition, uh, which I, you know, obviously like you, you approach, like I said, wellness from, from a holistic perspective. So you, you look at wellness from a 360 degree uh, angle, so to speak, right? Um, so are you then specifically uh, targeting, let's say, uh, professionals or is it, uh, is it let's say, um, targeting both professionals and non-professionals is it any is there any specific let's say category of women in the sense that you would uh, would you like to attract or is this for any kind of women yeah that's a great question this is really for any woman who's feeling like there's a next phase a next moment and they're maybe feeling a little bit stuck i know i want to do x but i'm you know stuck in the grind of today or, you know, so that can take many forms. It can take, you know, a formal outside of the home work. It can be work within the home. 
Um, it can be women with families or not. So it's, it's what I really want to focus on, regardless of how, it's, um, how their lives are set up for themselves, is making sure that you are the highest representation of who you are. Because um, everybody has gifts that they can give to the world, but when we're, we're stuck you know, in stress or anxiety or unhealthy eating habits, we are limiting our potential. And so I really want us to unlock our potential without having to sacrifice or forsake all of the things that we've worked really hard to achieve in our lives. That's super interesting. You know, like I, I was wondering, obviously I'm taking notes as you speak and I already have probably a half a page of notes and questions that I want to ask because I'm super curious. And, um, you know, there's these three pillars. I feel like they, they really cover um, a whole lot of, of topics and, uh, um, you know, like mindset, equanimity, nutrition, as in like growth mindset, balance and, uh, and healthy, healthy nutrition. Do you think, and this is more like of a curiosity of mine, do you think this approach would have worked maybe, I don't know, 20, 25 years ago when maybe we didn't really touch a lot upon um, the gut-brain axis or, um, you know, the, the idea of balance uh, or work-life integration or the idea of, uh, of a positive and growth mindset? Would you say this is more effective now than it uh, could have been maybe 20 years ago? Is it, is it probably, is it now the best time to bring these topics up like uh, can you maybe guide me through your reasoning behind you know why you think this approach can be very successful and obviously you know um, disclaimer like I believe it will be extremely successful yeah I, I mean I think that's a wonderful question um, you know when I look back to my formal training in psychology we spent a lot of time talking about um, you know what was wrong and how to to solve what was wrong with x y and z factor and that has a place in this world, um, you know, what I'm talking about is, um, you know, moving to our highest selves, you know, we're breaking through those areas in traditional psychology, but also bringing in all these holistic health um, factors. And to your point, there's so much research right now. I'm very excited about having this moment in time where, um, for me, even personally, there is research that I can lean on to back up the, you know, the importance of gut health, for example, on um, on mental health even, and there's a lot of work being done there. I also think, um, you know, there's great books, there's great research. Carol Dweck has, um, you know, the Growth Mindset book, which is extremely transformational. Um, so there's a lot coming out right now that's not just about, um, you know, uh, finding the, you know, the surface issue. We're really starting to get down to the, the core of, of change and what can, um, how these can work together. So I, um, suspect that now is the time we're going to continue only to have more research and, and more technology and more conversations around this, but that, um, you know, looking back at the whole, the whole person and holistic health is really important. That said, if you look back, you know, uh, like Socrates was talking about this, you know, a long, long time ago, and we are really coming full circle into um, areas being proven through research that were philosophies that have been around for a very long time. Um, I do think, you know, and a lot of this has also been around in, in Eastern medicine. So when, when Western medicine is kind of meeting us there right now, which is also providing another, um, another point of momentum for us in this conversation. 
Yeah, you're spot on. You know, like I, I know, like from from your previous conversations and and uh, previous um, podcasts you've been you've been hosted in, um, you also speak about you know the importance of treating the cause rather than the than the symptom, right? And and I believe this is exactly uh, a great point in in your favor, where you really try to address the root cause and and try to see it from three different angles, and uh, and I believe this will be obviously very successful. Uh, path that I don't see really being applied a lot yet in Western medicine. I might be wrong, but I've I've, I've gone through you know myself uh, several uh, let's say standard procedures of you know okay take that medicine and hopefully you'll feel better. If not, let's see and and uh, and let's think of the next step. But it, very rarely I've been involved in a process where uh, you know somebody would guide me through. Um, you know, looking at symptoms and then looking back from from those uh, at uh, at the root cause and trying to suggest the right course of action from there. And so, I believe what you are doing is is really fundamental to you know uh, women all over the world and individuals all over the world. And I and I really feel like you know, uh, or at least I really hope that uh, that through this conversation, more people will uh, will land on your on your website on your activity because this is something. Uh, that I truly believe is is groundbreaking. So, from from here, let me ask you: like, you know, we have identified three pillars, um, so three main, allow me to say, areas of of intervention, so to speak. Like, um, are is there any specific hierarchy that these pillars are organized in, or is it something that we need to uh, tackle altogether? I believe that they all overlap. Um, and that they should be tackled together. I would say if you're just starting out and, and wanting to dip your toe in the water, um, I think the, um, I would say mindset is the first place to go um, and within that equanimity. But um, what I found in looking through literature as well as in my own experience, it was really getting all three of these to work in harmony that started to change the trajectory of, of my life and of my health. and. And the reason was because um, they all have a separate role. So for example, um, it's really important to have your body um, in the equanimity um, pillar be calm because you have to have moments throughout the day where you are, you are moving into um, the parasympathetic nervous system and you have to allow your body to calm and move from fight and flight to rest and repair. And without that, you're just feeling more stress. So you can be eating really, really healthy and and your body is still in fight or flight all the time and you are you're going to be challenged because your body is not even set up to move into repairing itself it's literally just focused on trying to solve the issue at the moment um so that's why i think they do play hand in hand but i do recommend um to the conversation we were having at the top of the hour if you have to start, you know, you, it, it's hard to do all of these and incorporate these and say, I'm going to do this and this is how it's going to be moving forward. I would say that um, really starting to balance your stress and balancing your mindset is important. And the reason I think mindset is important specifically is that this is a lifelong journey. We are changing old habits. We are, you know, creating new boundaries. We're working new systems within our lives. And so if if we don't have this mindset that says, I'm in this journey for the long run, setbacks and all, this is worth it for me, I am seeing results, then it's very, very easy to fall back into old patterns. And so that's where that is um, very important for me. And I think that these cannot be separated. 
interesting. Thanks, thanks for thanks for that. Um, so let's, if you don't mind, you know, like I have, I believe I have a pretty clear idea of of uh, Sanctuary Wellness Collective, and of course we'll we'll get back to that and the three pillars that I believe, you know, they they cover so much ground and and they could solve so many problems even just by talking about them, right? Like just having this conversation between uh, you and I, I believe, can be can be really helpful to anybody who's listening in, not only to have an idea of of what you're doing, but even to for them to identify potential areas that they could address in the future. So this is already, at least for me, but I'm sure for a lot of uh, individuals out there, extremely useful. Um, you, you know, you often uh, reference to, um, you know, the fact that women, of course, nowadays, they often face this really hard choice between having to develop themselves professionally and, and so having to focus on their career and instead having to focus on themselves, their private life, their family. Do you mind maybe jumping into that? And so for me, I understand better the connection between what you are working on and how to address this, this issue that I'm sure is common to, to many, many women out there. Yeah, for sure. So, um, you know, within my own journey, I spent time as my autoimmune conditions were getting worse. You know, I had to really look in the mirror and say, what's fueling this and what do I need to rebalance in my life to become healthy again in the long run? And so I really had to look at every component of my life, including career, family, extracurricular activities, everything, and say, what is working here and what is not? And, and then I had to really face the question of, well, does this mean I need to start giving things up? And you know, as I was working through um, these three pillars in my own life, I was really realizing that the answer was no, I don't need to give them up. I don't have to choose work over family or family over work. But what I do need is to be ruthless in my prioritization and setting my boundaries. Um, I really need to understand what's working for me across every facet of my life and then set boundaries accordingly so that I have a healthy balance and the capacity to give every element the best of, of myself. And that every element, whether it was work, family, friends, you know, any of it, was all um, a catalyst to me becoming the next phase you know, of who I was meant to be. And so I do understand, and, and there are real choices to be made um, right now, especially around you know, how do I balance it all? There's everybody around the world is in virtual schooling. There's a lot going on. Um, and what I want to just stress is that um, before maybe taking that leap you know, and starting to feel like you have to sacrifice everything you've spent your life building, that there are different ways that you can flex your time and you can flex your energy. And I would say the first one is, um, I would say first, know that you're not alone in this journey. And, and right now, because we are all isolated in our homes, it will definitely feel that way. Um, you know, and find a trusted resource to talk with. That might be a therapist, it might be a coach, it might be a friend or family member or coworker, um, you know, and that's, that's okay, we all need each other. Um, and then start to listen to your body if you're not already. Tune into what you're needing when you're starting to feel really stressed, when you're feeling really calm and joyful. Those are all indicators of different levers that you can pull within your life. Um, and then once you have that knowing and that understanding, then you can start to take action. Then you can start to practice setting your boundaries. Um, you know, even within the, um, the employment space, um, you know, you can start to seek out resources that your employer provides. Many do provide resources that um, whether they're talking about them or not are available to you. So I would say start that exploration phase um, as well. And then you can make a real decision around um, 
you know, what's working, what's not, where do I need to give, where do I need to pull? Mm -hmm. Interesting. And, you know, like tying, tying back to your activity with, with the Sanctuary Wellness Collective, I, you know, I really see how you're providing this framework to women to sort of like help them make some priorities, some order within this chaos of, of modern society, right? Like a lot of, a lot of women, um, you know, feel, feel very much lost. Like I, like I, you know, like, like you mentioned, like they're sometimes being faced by uh, either, you know, the, the choice of choosing one thing over the other or having to uh, give up certain, certain aspects of their life. And you're saying, if I, if I may rephrase it, there is no necessarily no need to give up anything as long as you strike the right balance. And there's a few ways to go about it. Of course, ideally, uh, you know, talking about the three pillars, uh, you should, you should uh, definitely tap into your growth mindset. So see things from, from a different perspective and always look at the growth factor. Um, look at this, at this balance and, and make sure that you don't overstress, but you compensate stress with rest and recovery and eat healthy, take care of what you put into your body, and that will, uh, that will pay back into, into the long term. So I really see how um, you know, you're connecting very well this need for women to, uh, to be the best version of themselves through a framework that really helps them uh, simplify a lot of those concepts that we see around you know, the internet. And you're also saying, this worked for me. I've, I've had my, my fair deal of issues, and, uh, and I feel much better now. Have I, let's say, missed something or, or um, was this like, a, say, a sound path to what happened to you and what you're trying to communicate? No, I think that's spot on. And that's a great recap. You awesome. nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very impressed, you know, with the, with, the, with the work that you're doing and specifically the fact that, like, like I told you before the recording, like, I'm, I'm really, really um, impressed whenever whenever people um tackle this this problem of modern day society and i know that uh, that you specifically are very adamant about uh the fact that a lot of individuals in this case a lot of women feel at uh, at the loss not just because you know there's there's a lot of information but also because there is no uh there's necessarily not a beaten path a beaten track that they can follow right so if i if i could ask you to um, you know, let's let's pretend that you know we we have you have a new patient right now and and she's tuning in, she's tuning in and and she would like to let's say get started into the Sanctuary Wellness Collective. Uh, what could a, a new patient or a new partner in this case expect from from the sanctuary? And what would be the first steps that you would um, share with with her? Sure, that's a great question. So the first steps is um, so if anybody comes to our website. Um, they can start to navigate on their own free resources, free downloads to get an understanding and, and just uh, of, you know, our philosophy and to start to, um, to take the first step. So for example, I offer a mindfulness practice download and where you can, um, you know, learn on your own time. Um, but we give you the tools and trainings in a video to do that. Um, then we also offer coaching. So I offer both group coaching, a small group, as well as individual coaching. And the reason I offer both is because, as I mentioned earlier, while we have a, a framework, the path is different and everybody's needs are different. So um, when we look at community, some women really like to have that small group coaching with other women 
you know, that are striving towards the same end goal, but have different life paths. And so we have options to do just a small four group for women group coaching. Um, and, and we all meet every week for two hours and we, you know, we talk, we work through our, our issues, we have homework. Um, and then we also have one-on-one -on -one coaching where we can just have one-on-one -on -one dedicated conversations to you and your path. Within that though, um, the first step is you can schedule a 30 minute free consultation video call with me. So we get to know one another. I can hear from you as to, you know, what really are you looking to address? Um, what are your goals and outcomes? And you, we just get to know one each other with no obligation. And then from there we determine is group coaching the path that we wanna take, is individual coaching the path we wanna take. And we start to take that three pillar framework and apply it specifically for you. What's happening in your life? You know, where do you um, feel that you want to address um, both in the short term and the long term? And then we develop, you know, a real plan that then is actionable not only in the short term but also sustainable in the long run. Because um, my goal is that any woman that I work with should be able to take this and carry this through the rest of their life. It should not end when our container and our conversation ends. So um, we really focus on putting these best practices into action. Very interesting. May I ask you, um, do you think there is enough of this in the, in the professional world? You know, like, because obviously what, what you are doing is, is extremely interesting. I feel like there's, there's you know, if I, if I could basically broadcast this conversation to literally everyone right now, I would, I would do so. And I hope that this podcast helps spread the word. Uh, do you believe that in, you know, professionally speaking, in a professional world, do we speak enough about this? Is there, is there enough being done um, about, about, you know, helping people and women in this case reaching their full potential? I think there's a lot of work to still be done. I've been very um, pleased by the momentum that has happened most recently, even over the course of the last six months within corporations. But I think it's just a start. Um, I would love to see corporations offer coaching for their employees, offer these services, you know, and help um, whether you can fund them entirely or partially um, the same way you might do so for, you know, an advanced college education. I think investing in your employees' health, uh, mental health, Whole, whole wellness is extremely important for the longevity of their employment at your company, as well as making sure that, um, that, that you have a true partnership between employer and employee. So the short answer is, I think there's a long way to go. I'm really pleased to see that there are steps being taken, um, openness to these conversations. And even again, us having this, this podcast is, is a step forward, but we definitely have a long road ahead. Um, that I, I do feel like we look back in 10 or 15 years and, and these conversations will become the norm. That's my hope. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're like, can I say positive about where we're heading? I am positive about where we're heading. I'm feeling like we're in this moment that there's recognition that employee um, health, all whatever shape that takes is needed. Um, you know, and then that employers want to foster their employees so that they are, you know, um, the best they can be, not only to give back to the company, to give back to their lives. So I'm, I, I see it starting to develop. I think it also ties with the research that we're starting to see here and, um, you know, within Western medicine that will continue to fuel that. The more data we have, the more likely and easier it is to take action. So 
Um, and then if corporations see that return on investment through their employees, that will only continue to fuel this. We do know that retaining employees is much more, you know, has a much more positive ROI than hiring new employees over and over again. And this is just another way that you can coach and, um, you know, invest in your employees to, to retain. I'm really happy to hear this from you because obviously you have, you know, very interesting background, tons of experience. So people, people hearing you say this, I'm, I'm sure it will have a very positive effect. And, and hopefully we can replicate these discussions. We can have, you know, more people like you uh, spreading the word about this subject because, you know, like you said, there is, there is a lot more that can be, that can be achieved. And, and hopefully, you know, if there's one positive thing that, uh, that uh, this whole pandemic and isolation brought is exactly this. People are, uh, or at least seem to be a little more sensitive to, to the topic and more receptive as well, right? Um, Lisette, of course, thank you so much for, for you know, sharing so, so much knowledge and wisdom with us. I really appreciate it. If, may I ask you to, uh, and this might be overly simplistic, so, um, you know, block me if, uh, if, if you need to, but uh, uh, would you be able to suggest maybe one very practical takeaway for people who want to, you know, right at the end of this podcast, feel a little better with themselves, like a practical exercise that we can do from the comfort of our homes. I would, I will actually give two. They're in the same, um, they're under the same umbrella. But the first one is if you can just spend five minutes a day in silence with yourself, just, you know, carve out that time and, you know, let the thoughts come and go. Don't try to force them, but just sit in silence and allow your body to just settle in and regroup and move again from that fight or flight and start to move into rest and repair. Five minutes is all I ask um, of, of the audience just to get started. The other thing is if that even seems unattainable, um, I would also ask the audience to um, really just focus on breathing. And it seems so fundamental, but the truth is we take over 20,000 breaths every day, Mateo, and most people are not paying attention to even one of those breaths. And the reason breathing is so important is because it helps regulate our body. And it's a very quick in the moment um, way to, to combat stress. And so all I would say is just take a big breath in, let it go, take a big breath out, you know, even just in a moment as you're walking down the hall and even something that small will make an impact and it will become more of a habit. So um, if you can't, you know, so spend five minutes with yourself, just, just sitting. Um, some people call it meditating. If you want to just sit in silence, that's all I'm asking. And if that feels like too much with your schedule, just breathe. Amazing. And we have all of the resources for free on the site too, if you want to learn how to do that. And that leads me to, to my, my final question. Unfortunately, um, how can people reach out to you? What's the best way to get in touch with you? So they can visit the website sanctuarywellness.co and that has a link to a free 30 minute um, meeting with me or you can email me um, or I can also be found on LinkedIn too. So that, those are all great places to start. Well, Seth, that's, uh, that's amazing. Like, is there anything else that, you know, given we covered a lot of things about, of course, like within, you know, within the interest of time, like we covered a lot of things about the Sanctuary Wellness Collective, like you even gave like a couple of practical tips. Any last takeaway, any last maybe notion you want to share with us before we conclude the discussion? Um, you know, I think we touched on a little bit, but generally I'm positive about, um, how the work environment is fostering women right now. 
Um, I know we are all very stressed. I can, there's a lot of women right now that are listening that are feeling just at max capacity. Um, you are not alone and we can start to easily tackle this. So I guess I just want to say to the audience that, that we are moving in the right direction, but give yourself grace because um, healing is not linear and um, it does take time. And so just, um, you know, do the best you can today and then tomorrow we'll start again and we'll do the best we can tomorrow. And I believe there's no better way to, to end this conversation. I said, thank you so much for, for being with us. Hopefully you'll be with us soon again. And I encourage everyone, all women out there to get in touch with you through your website, through your LinkedIn, uh, because it is really worth it. Thank you. Again, thank you for having me. I love the work that you're doing. So, um, so it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much. And, uh, and we'll speak soon. Okay. Bye.